You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. everyone. We hope you are continuing to keep your spirits as high as you can during the lockdown. Like you, we hope it's over soon. But despite this, we're still celebrating because we've reached a milestone this week in that our podcast is a year old today and we are super pleased about that. We started the podcast just before lockdown not quite knowing how it would be received after the lockdown started. But looking at how much you've engaged with the podcast, it's clear that we have nothing to worry about. So on our first anniversary, we want to take this opportunity to thank you all for the support you have shown to our small but mighty project. So this week... We are still focused on social media posts and discrimination law. And that's because of the confusion that arose in a discussion. Well, it was a bit of a dispute that we had about whether religious social media posts are protected under the protected characteristic of religion and belief. You'll remember that if you belong to a protected characteristic group, This means that your employer can't discriminate against you because of your religion and belief, which is one of the characteristics protected under the Equality Act 2010. But the debate arose after we were contacted by someone who wanted advice about a disciplinary they had been through for posting private comments in their social media posts about Islam having no place in the UK, which is a Christian country. And the comments went further, the employee told us. And what the employee said in his posts is that Islam was a perverted religion and the employee being a teacher, he would refuse to teach anything about Islam in his religious education sessions because he did not want children to be corrupted by a dangerous religion that he felt was fake because the members of that religion were behaving in the opposite way to the way the religion was portrayed. The employee told us that his comments were shared by lots of people And he felt that he was being targeted because of the cancel culture, his words, which had crept into schools in a lot of ways. And he was against it. He felt he had the right to speak and that his freedom of speech and his freedom of religious expression should have been protected. Now, the teacher told us that he also wrote and shared messages encouraging people to protest against a decision by the UK government. But this was all the way back in 2015 when he wanted to show support for a petition that had been banned that encouraged support to ban all Muslims from entering the UK. And so, in effect, what the teacher was telling us was that his views went all the way back to 2015 
and he didn't understand why he was just being pulled up about it now in 2020, some five years later. And this is what led the teacher to believe that it was the cancel culture that was creeping in in a similar way to how this culture was creeping into other worldviews and in other countries. Now, in speaking to the employee, it was clear that he was a committed Christian and he felt his views, as we've said, were completely in line with his religion and his beliefs. Anyway, what happened is that the teacher was discussing his views in the staff room at work and one of his colleagues felt that the teacher's conduct was completely inappropriate because of his role as a teacher and in that role, his power to influence young minds. So his colleague teacher spoke to a senior member of staff about her concerns. She didn't want to do anything about it. She just wanted advice about what she should do. Now, it's clear that that senior teacher did not see things the same way and went on to report the matter to a head teacher who then reported the matter to the governing body of the school. And that governing body instructed the head teacher to initiate disciplinary procedures. What happened next is that the employee teacher who made the comments was disciplined and was then issued with a final written warning that will now stay on his personnel file for 12 months. And what that means is that if that teacher, that member of staff who made the comments, has any further disciplinary incidents within the 12 months, and it doesn't matter what those incidents are, but if there are further disciplinary incidents within 12 months from the date the warning was issued, the employer will be able to move straight to dismissal if the disciplinary concern is serious enough and will be able to take the current warning into consideration when deciding on an appropriate sanction. So that's the scenario that started our debate because it was the view of one of our advisors that the employee was fortunate not to have been dismissed from his post and then there was an alternative view. So the debate we had was whether the employer was right to sanction the employee, given that the employee made it very clear that his views were based on his religious beliefs and that religion and belief are protected characteristics under the Equality Act. Some felt the beliefs, even though untrue, demeaning and unhelpful, should have been protected. And others felt the beliefs should not have been protected. In the end, it was case law that settled the debate. And the most recent case where similar issues were on the table was a case that happened in 2018, although the tribunal ruling only happened three months ago. In this case, the issue was again about a teacher, or in this case, a teaching assistant with Christian beliefs who openly criticised her school on social media for teaching children about LGBTQ plus relationships and communities. And this was at her son's Church of England primary school. The teaching assistant's comments, although private in her social media group, were seen and shared by someone in her group who was a parent 
who then complained to the school where the teaching assistant worked, which just happened to be a different school to where her child attended. The teaching assistant was well aware that her social media group included parents from both schools. So after the complaint was made, the school then took disciplinary action against the teaching assistant and eventually dismissed her from her job. The teaching assistant then brought a case to her local employment tribunal claiming discrimination on the grounds of religion and belief. And she also claimed harassment because she said that she was harassed because she had those beliefs and that that harassment took place during the investigation into the comments she had made. At the end of the case, the tribunal disagreed that the woman had been harassed during the investigation and they also upheld the dismissal and said the employer had acted entirely fairly in dismissing the teaching assistant. So why did the tribunal come to this decision? Well, what the tribunal said is that people are entitled to protection of their religion and beliefs under the Equality Act. And this means that people cannot be prevented from stating or practising their religion or their religious beliefs. However, employers can have an expectation that their employees will not do anything or conduct themselves in any way that would expose the employer's business to reputational risk. And in this case, the tribunal agreed with the school that the teaching assistant's behaviour was an act of gross misconduct because the behaviour had the potential to negatively impact the employer's business and have an impact on pupils, parents, staff and the wider community. The employer also dismissed the employee because the teaching assistant's behaviour also breached the school's policy on appropriate use of social media. And that was to do with talking about the employer's business in that way in a public space. Now, you remember this came up before in episode 50 of the podcast where we spoke about the implications of talking about your employer or your employer's business in your private social media posts. If you want to follow that line, then all you need to do is re-listen to episode 50 of the podcast. Now, in this case, the tribunal agreed with the school that the school had not dismissed the teaching assistant because of her religious views or beliefs. These, the school said, are still protected under the Equality Act 2010. Instead, the teaching assistant had been dismissed because her behaviour had the potential to cause harm to the employer and to others. And so what this case confirms is that employers and tribunals in some cases do see a difference between an employee's beliefs on the one hand and how or where the employee expresses those beliefs on the other hand. It is still important to note here, however, that if an employer decides to take disciplinary action against you because of your religion or beliefs, so because you're a Muslim or because you are Christian or because you practice anything in relation to those 
beliefs, this would almost certainly still amount to discrimination and harassment. However, if your employer decides to discipline you because of the way or how you express those beliefs or how you express your religion, then this is unlikely to be seen as discriminatory if the employer believes and the tribunal supports the employer's belief that the way or how you are expressing your religion or your beliefs is in a forceful or offensive manner or in a way that is likely to pose a risk to the employer's reputation or the employer's business. So you can see why we really didn't need to have the debate because what we believe in these types of cases will always be overridden by case law and in relation to the case we're discussing, the comment that the employee was lucky not to be dismissed for his religious views is well made when we look at what happened to the teaching assistant about whom it is easy to see that she lost her job for behaving in pretty much a similar way to this employee. So in closing this episode, we give the same advice that we gave in episode 50, which is that whatever the motives of an employee for making particular comments about their company or their employer, the employer will always look at the impact of the comments and not just the comments alone or the comments in isolation. And because of this, if you or your colleagues discuss work matters or express particular views about your employer's business that impact on your employer, even if you do this in a private social media group or outside working hours, your comments may be open to scrutiny and certainly if someone else believes or feels that your comments have or could create an intimidating, hostile, degrading, humiliating or offensive environment, then you are likely to find that your comments will not be protected under the Equality Act. So our advice If you're going to express your views on social media, you must assume, not may, but must assume that the group you express those views in could be seen as an extension of your staff room, your office, your canteen or any other space in your company. And that being the case, you must also assume that everything you say can be overheard by someone else who may take offence about the comments you are making or the way you are making them or who you are making them to. And that's it for this week. We hope you find something useful that you can work with in this week's episode. Remember to let others know we are here by sharing our content and leaving us a review about the podcast on iTunes or anywhere else where you're listening and where you can leave a review. This is our first anniversary podcast and it would be really heartwarming to receive a comment or a review from you so that we know your views. Thanks for listening 
Have a great week and we will be back next week. Bye for now.